Hi, I'm Shannon. Wait, I'm not Shannon. No. My kink has consequences. I totally let men lick my toes. Toit and noise. Blah, 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 blah. Ime perkeleesti munaa. I'm slouchy. Slouchy? Like pants. Slouchy pants. That's a thing, right? Like slouchy pants. Check, check. What's up? So, Where, where's my theme music? Ba-da-ba, 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 He's the worst. For, like, for, I mean, first of all, he said that, like, it's not pos- possible for you to be a good person if you're not a Christian and that, like, women need to stay in the kitchen and shut the fuck up. Like, he is. Sounds like Steve Harvey needs to stay in the kitchen and shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up himself. He didn't say it quite like that, but he was like, it's impossible for you to have morals if you're not a Christian. And I'm like, shut up, Steve Harvey. You know, then- there were many, 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 many religions before Christianity came along. Mm-hmm. And we lived a wonderful way of life before we were all forced to convert to Christianity. Forced to convert because it's easier to control the masses when they all believe in one thing instead of 12 different. And then on Family Feud, the question will straight up be things you put between your legs, right? Like it'll straight up be penis. And then he gets all that. that My husband's face. (laughs) Or like. My Barbara. And yeah, right? Or it'll be like um, dirty things that begin with X or S. And then they'll be like sex, sex, shit. And he'll just like, he does the dumb face like, I was not expecting that. Yes, the fuck you were. Yeah, you were, motherfucker. I know you sit in on those production and writing movie meetings. You have to poll people. Where are you polling? Your OnlyFans? You set them up. You set them up and then get shocked. A hundred people were polled. Yeah, where? On Reddit? On OnlyFans? Like, where are we polling these fuckers? Because I want to (laughs) participate. I also want to participate in the Family Feud thing. It's good. But, like, it'll straight up be suggestive. Like, like, Wiccans versus Pagans. Or, like, polyamory versus... Mormon. <laughs> no. Polyamory versus polygamy, I don't think is is, 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 is the, where we want to go with that. This is our polycule. So, Shannon, it was your birthday. It was my birthday. It was my birthday. You're finally a thousand years old. I'm finally a thousand years old, 45. Mm-hmm. Four plus five equals nine. I'm nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. What did you do? You did nothing, right? Sat around at home? I went to Mardi Gras in Galveston, Texas. I'm so glad that you did that because you had been talking for a long time like we keep going on the same trips. Uh, The reason is we keep picking awesome trips. You know, that's why we keep going on the same trips. And because they're awesome. Because they're awesome trips. I will go to New Orleans every time I can. Yeah. But you were like, I'm going to try a different flavor of Mardi Gras this time. And I never have to do it again. Right. (laughs) Good. I did it once. I can cross it off my list. (laughs) Now I'm thinking, I wonder if that's why the friends I wanted to go with were like, yeah, we did that a few years ago. We should go to New Orleans. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I've done that a few years in a row. I want to try Galveston. (laughs) Now I understand. And I think it's like a one and done thing. Yeah, you did it. So. You did it. It was fine. Yeah. But like, there's not enough to do to see it again. Um. Yeah, it is. Galveston Island is a beach town. It's a very large beach town. Everyone has a little cute little beachy house that cost, of course, I zillowed, um, anywhere between 300 and two three million dollars. Um. So we're talking like little beach bungalows for $350,000, you know, 1,100 square feet, two bedroom, one bath type of shit. Mm -hmm. And then you get like 
but it has a very New Orleans feel to it. Right. Um, there's also a ton of ghosts. I saw some, not in person, but on uh, pictures on a phone. Uh-huh. And so there's a lot of ghosts that hang out. Like, it's super haunted. I would say way haunted, than, more haunted than New Orleans. I think just because these ghosts are miserable. Yeah. Because they're all dead white people and they don't know how to move on. Right, you know? right. So... Um, I know Galveston, I mean, I know New Orleans has a really nice, rich, thick, um, haunted history, but I've never like felt sad for the ghost in New Orleans. No. Like I felt sad for some of the ghosts hanging out in Galveston. Yeah. The New Orleans ghosts are like, they had, no, it doesn't feel tragic. It just feels historical. Yeah. So these are like tragic losses. Yeah. And like thousands of people died multiple times tragically, right? In this town, and they they don't know how to move on, which is sad. It is sad. So, but yeah, no. So I took my my cousin, my niece Morgan, uh, mm-hmm. Scott's oldest niece, turned twenty one. Wow! Last week, and I was turning forty five, and I said, Morgan, let's let's go on a trip together. Mm-hmm. So I think that's my new thing. I will take all my nieces and nephews on a domestic trip, their yeah. 21st birthday. Fun. And we shall drink and get matching tattoos. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a lot of tattoos at the I'm end of this. I'm going to have a lot of tattoos. 11. Shannon's I need to get, have 11 more. Shannon's going to get full sleeves after this, <laughs> because of this. I'm just going to start going up this one leg and it's going <laughs> to be all their tattoos in one localized area. Yeah. Uh, what's her face? Jessie Lee. Has one leg tattooed and one leg completely not. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So we had fun. We I had tickets. It's it's a paid party system there. They kind of block off this party area downtown. And you have to have a ticket to get in. So we had tickets for both nights, Friday and Saturday. But we ended up not going Friday. We really enjoyed just a nice little Italian dinner at the seawall. And then Saturday we went down real early. In the morning at like 11, got some coffee, walked around that shopping party district. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had purchased us balcony party tickets. So they had two public balconies that they were selling through this website that you could pay to hang out and party in all day. And so we did that. We wandered the shop. We did some shopping, wandered the shops, went, uh, had some lunch and then went up to our party balcony. We stayed there till like six o'clock till all the rowdy ruffians started showing up from drinking all day out on the street and they wanted to go to their expensive party. So yeah. as soon as that room started filling up, we were like, peace. Love that. Um, it was delightful. And then we went out to dinner again and went back to our hotel room. Yeah. So I went to the dirty show on your birthday and I did Fun. the same thing. Yeah. I went to, with a friend, uh, the same one who I was like, I have, I have a crush on you. And she was like, mm, that's nice. Mm, you're mm, sweet. Sweet. So we um, went out to sushi dinner ahead of time and then got there right when it opened. And I literally have never done that before. Never been there right Mm -hmm. at seven. Who shows up at seven? Apparently lots of people. It was not dead. (laughs) And we went around. All the people who want to be gone by 10. (laughs) Yeah, right. So we watched a bunch of, or we looked at all of the art. We did a little bit of shopping. Only I bought stuff. Um... We, like, watched some of the performance art. We watched some of the burlesque. Uh, we finished going around and watching the regular art and, like, the, you know, like, the art show art. Uh, went through and looked at all the prints and then we're out of there by 1030. And it was, like, full and crazy when we left. And I was like, this was brilliant. This was perfect. It's noise. Also, we were in the Sweet. front front half of the parking lot instead of the back half of the parking lot like the part that's actually a parking lot instead of when you're parking on the field part so like (laughs) i was like this was great this was perfect she and i had a really great time um i saw some bonkers shows so there was one whose name was josephine shaker and she had this like kind of asian inspired it looked kind of jedi-ish thing and the way it came apart was really amazing like you you have to get all of those custom sewn Mm -hmm. you know yeah for that to work where it like like she pulled out an under part and was still wearing her little jacket you know like it just it came apart in a really cool way and she had these like kind of puffy pants she was great i loved her um 
there was one girl who I thought was really boring but very cute and she went people were bringing up tips so a drag queen was running it in the past at the dirty show I've never been encouraged to go up and give tips during the burlesque part and the mm-hmm. drag queen was like ahem where's our tips and like, I oh that's not a thing dear queen apparently it is question mark not she, here she was yeah she was making it happen and the also but also there was like did a did you um, see cash at the door because I ain't got ones right I, I did bring did ones. Did you walk around and sell ones, queen? <laughs> she should if you want me to tip, you got to walk around and sell, <laughs> sell those ones. Sell those ones. Trade in those ones. Yeah. I, I that it was, was like really they did at the brunch. Brunch. It was really good and interesting. It was an, it was, I, I mean, I the, do think that t- they deserve to be tipped, but you also can't get up and back the aisle really easily. You know, like that's not set up to send around a collection plate like a church. She started doing that. She had a little basket. The drag queen was walking around during the thing, getting tips from people for the performances. Um, I tried to tip her for Ray Gunn because I'm obsessed with him. I was like, oh, my God, is Ray Gunn not here? And I started like we're watching these other dancers and I'm looking him up on social media. And I'm like, he hasn't posted anything since December. I don't even know if he's going to be here. I don't know where he's going to be because I love him. Mm -hmm. What does Ray Gunn do? Um, he does, he's a burlesque dancer and his like costumes are very artsy and high fashion and he's really sensual with his movements and he always is wearing, um, socks with sock garters. It's, (laughs) but it's like, they're really hot. It's really hot. And the first time I saw him perform, he had this like gangster thing going on. So it really fit that theme. Yeah. But he still had them this time and I was like fuck yeah sock garters and he also is an acrobat so he'll do like back handsprings and backflips in his show and um yeah and he's very sensual in his movements and his legs are so shapely I'm just like you could crush me to death with your legs and I would love it who lit these clowns up clown one and two yeah. What um, are you doing up here? Your husband just left the door open to the basement. Who left that door open? I bet you Catherine left it open. All right. Please excuse the clickety clack 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 of and the also dog the, the nails. Dog. You can hear the thunk 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 of the tail. Yeah. And enjoy that tail wagging. <laughs> That's a happy doggo. Um, so I wasn't sure if Ray was even going to be there. And my friend who I was with was like, I don't, she's like, I'm done. I don't, I'm kind of done with this. And I was like, I just want to watch a couple more because I want to see Ray Gunn if he's here. And then they, the, you know, the drag queen is like, this person has been two time inductee hall of fame, world renowned. And I was like, it's him. It's him. I think it's him. I don't know if it's him. He has been inducted into the hall because I had been stalking his social media. So I knew his credentials Mm -hmm. when they start listing his CV. I'm like, fuck, yeah, this is my guy. So that was great. I love Raygon. And I tried to tip him. And the drag queen was like totally facing the other way and then walked past. And I was like, well, if you're not going to do your job, I'm not going to give you the fucking tips. Jesus Christ. But I saw Raygon like four times in two years because... He was doing the dirty show those years, and I saw him at Gen Con because they do the nerdlesque burlesque. Mm, so I saw fun. him when he was at like the height of his career, like the height of his popularity in 27 and 2017 and 2018. And I just was like, I'm obsessed. I follow him on, on Instagram, and I have since then. So, like, very excited to see that. And yeah, I was home before midnight. It was perfect. I love being an old lady. I love being an old lady. Do um I've been to I've only been to the dirty show art show. They don't even do that anymore. That's a bummer. I made like Scott go with me. Um like during the daytime they used to just have the gallery open the so you can go see the art and buy prints and stuff from vendors that just happened to be there. You still had to pay an entry no, was that free? Was that free to see? Or did you still have a small entry fee? I don't. I think there was still a small entry fee to like go see the art. Right. It was just the exhibition. It wasn't the um, dancers yeah. and performers. It was like Sunday and, morning. Right. Like after, like the you know they did it on Sunday mornings after all the dancing and shows and stuff. I'm bummed right. they don't do that anymore. Then. Nope, they don't. 
Because the artwork was enough to make Scott be like, oh, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> right. Oh, this is so funny. So I went and I was wearing a shimmery um, dress where you can see my chest tattoo and a cardigan because it's cold outside and uh, knee-high boots. And Mari was wearing a cute little, like, uh, dress with a Peter Pan collar that had bats on it. Right. Like, you're imagining it, right? She's wearing a yeah, kind yeah, of gothy. Yeah. And I saw a picture. She we, looked like a little Wednesday Adams. Yeah. We went up to the bar to get drinks because it was so early in the night. There was no line at the bar. And I was like, do you want a little drinky drink? And she was like, yeah, let's do that. So I had a little white claw and drank it while I was walking around and it was nice. Um, and the bartender was like, you two look too timid to be here. And I was like, don't judge me by my cardigan. <laughs> Don't judge me by my carnigan. I didn't say that to her. And I said, no, she's the quiet kind you've got to look out for. <laughs> like, what do you want me to do? Like, walk around my bondage ropes? People do that, though. No. People wear, you know, tits out, pasties, fetish wear. I'm just there to, like, be at a cool art show. I don't need to dress like that. Yeah. If I wanted to be on exhibit, I would be on exhibit. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I'd be a performer. Right. Exactly. So. I don't... I just dress like a normal human who went to an art show. A sexy art show. No, yeah. A dirty art show. Apparently I did it wrong. But she was <laughs> like, I'm sitting here being like, if Maybe you... Maybe she was just surprised. If you only knew what my life was like. <laughs> if you only you, knew what I had on under these clothes. Granny panties. I'm wearing granny panties. That's what I'm always wearing. Yeah, but maybe you have pierced things she doesn't know about. I do have pierced things she doesn't know about. <laughs> We're just confusing the hell out of people over here. <laughs> Giant butt flags. <laughs> Tattooed ass. You're like, oh, do you not see my butt plug foxtail dipping <laughs> out the back of my dress? Apparently, apparently I wasn't obvious enough. It doesn't. It's fine. I know. Um, I'm just fucking My around. friend Jasper was like, I can't believe you were mistaken for a muggle. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Jasper was supposed to go to smuggle. go with me to convocation over the weekend, and they have COVID. Mm, so no. now I'm going, like, and they had a hotel room, and I was like, oh, I want to maybe go to the masquerade Saturday night. So, like, mm -hmm. if I go to the masquerade, can I crash in your hotel room? And, yeah, now I just don't have a hotel, and I don't have anybody to hang out with. Mm. So kind of bummed about that shit. Well, I'm going Saturday. Yeah. For sure. So... And I know some of my other witch friends are going Saturday. I just don't know who. Yeah. I asked. I asked if anyone was going outside of Saturday. And no one res no one responded. Well, yet. I have the fucking four day ticket. So I wanna make you sure should that go. I, I yeah. wanna make sure that I get my usage out of it. Um I they have the um sketch. Yes. So I went through and I clicked all the things I want to go to. Oh, and remember I told you that my former slumber party's client is a priestex and owns a short store in Lansing, right? Mm-hmm. I went to, I like, I did her um, in bulk thing. Yes, you went to her uh, in bulk party. Yeah. On Zoom. I did it on Zoom. Um, so she's presenting a bunch of times over the weekend. And oh, so that's I'm good. signed up. Ritual construction is the class that she is presenting. And so I was like, I should go to that to support my friend. Plus, ritual construction sounds cool. Sounds like something I'm interested in. Yes. So, yeah. And then I also did not pick a single thing for 930 any of the mornings. I'm not even going to pretend that I would try to make it by then. Oh, <laughs> And I'm going to do the 930 ones because they're only offered like every two hours. There's only like four or five classes offered from nine to four. Yes, correct. So I was going to go and get my full day's worth. I think that's reasonable. Yeah. I'm just not going to pretend that I am going to, you know. I mean, I honestly didn't expect to see you till the 11 o'clock. That's, that is, <laughs> that, that is accurate. Well, let me know what you're taking. So. All right. I mean, I know you just rattled off a bunch of shit, but like, let me know what you're taking. My 1130 on Saturday is birth charts. Because mm, yeah. I've been just, we've been diving into that a lot lately. And I yeah. felt like. Yeah, Karen's called, done a few classes for us. Called for that. Um, 2 p.m. I have a new look at the four elements. Mm -hmm. Another thing that's been coming up for me. 
Uh, this one is not a class. An eclectic look at um, Brigid and Ostara. Oh, yeah. thought that sounded cool. I saw that. And um, then, yeah. And then the charity raffle at 6 p.m. is also put on by my friend who is a priest ex at the church. And then 9 o'clock, 9.30 is the masquerade ball. So Fun. Yeah. So we'll just see. We'll just see what happens. And those those were what I signed up for. But yeah, there's only like four classes a day. I need to... <laughs> I'm not going to 9.30. I need to get my money's worth. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. So Any content lately, Shannon? Uh... I watched all three Beverly Hills Cop movies over the weekend in Galveston. <laughs> uh -huh, we huh. had a uh, free Showtime on demand, and that was literally the best I could find. It was either all three Beverly Hills Cops, Holiday, which we did also watch, or all five of the Twilight films. Mm -hmm. So that was the best. Like, I don't even know if you can imagine... Out of those eight movies, what other 100 movies they had. Because they had 112 to pick from. Yeah. So, I tell you though, that opening scene in the first movie with the semi-truck car, semi car case, mm -hmm. car chase, still slaps. And I don't know if it's the Pointer Sisters, like, backtracking you know, the the chase scene or what, but I love it. I fucking love it. I even went into the Sanity Clause Discord and I was like, I said what I said. It's like the best car chase scene of the 80s. <laughs> so, it's love good. It. Love that for us. Yeah. Yeah, great. Um, I watched all of... Lockwood and Co. Mm -hmm. Okay, so as we discussed last week, there was a shooting at my school on Monday. Mm -hmm. And then they shut down class for the whole rest of the week. And all of my professors were like, all right, here's the bare minimum you have to get done this week. And that's all. Don't worry about anything else. Mm -hmm. Be mediocre. We're not like canceling class and getting totally behind. But we are you have two minimal assignments to do. And I was like, this is great. I love this. Can we make this every Can week? Can we make please? this all the time? Because you kind of suck. And um, yeah, so that was it. Was it was a great week? I had I did a lot of cleaned and I dicked around and I, you know, played with building my website, which I haven't like. I all I've done for my portfolio website is like literally all that is do. Like he says, do this. I do just that. Right. But like I did some like clicking and dicking around, messing with stuff. And I watched all of, uh, what did I just call it? Lockwood and Co. on Netflix. Loved it. Here for it. Want more. I watched all of The Last of Us. Holy fuck am I on board with that 100%. I want more. Ready for it. Here for it. What a dream. And um, I also am on the third book of a trilogy called The Extraordinaries, which is uh, gay teen fantasy. <laughs> yes. Superhero teens who are all queer. Excellent. Love gay teen fantasy. Here for that. Sign yes. me up. The third episode of The Last of Us is so devastating. It's the one with um, the gays, with Ron Swanson and the Armand from White Lotus. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're homos for each other i love it okay so ron swanson is a doomsday prepper yeah of course he is and right and his um what else are you going to cast him who, literally who else w would you put in that role and so like they're his whole town gets rounded up and so at the outbreak do you do you know what it is it's a fungus instead of a virus yeah, it's like a food fungus it's not it's so there are these things that exist for bugs called cordyceps. They're fungus that takes over their whole bodies and makes them infect. Uh, like the ant will go back to the thing and infect all the other ants. Mm -hmm. Right. And then it grows so much that their bodies stop moving and they're just a fungus with like a bug with fungus growing out of it. The first time I ever learned about it, I was stoned as shit watching planet Earth. And I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> they have. So this happens in nature. It, it just hasn't nature. happened to humans yet. It's. Not possible because of the way, like, our system is too complex. Yeah. For the, like, the fungus can overtake 
those small animals because they, you know, they don't have full nervous systems. They don't have full brain. Like, right. Mm -hmm. We we are too complex. So that's even like said, you know, in the thing where they find it, the woman's like, why is this wet mounted? And they go, oh, it's because it's from a human species. And she's like, that's not possible. And then they take it to show it to her. And she's like, oh, my God, what the fuck? This should not be possible because it's not. It's right. Right. Um, so, yes, this fungus will take you over from the inside and but you're still living and you can affect infect other people. And like the fungus becomes the main thing. So, you know, um, Ron Swanson's whole town is getting getting round up and you find out later that everybody in his town was just murdered because there wasn't room for them in a quarantine zone and you can't infect dead bodies. Mm-hmm. So he was just in his doomsday bunker being like fuck you motherfuckers right and he like he's got all these wines he catches rabbits he does his own gardening right so he just lives in his little town and is his little survivalist right so he hid in his bunker while the rest of his town was being rounded up yep yep and then you know um like some weeks later finally came out of the bunker to be like okay nobody's coming back and just like lived his little survivalist life and then one day he accidentally catches a person in one of his traps. And the guy's like, listen, I was with a group of people. I'm headed here. I, and it's Armand mm-hmm. from White Lotus. And he's like, I just like, would you feed me a meal? And the guy's like, yeah, I'm not going to feed you a meal. You, you, this isn't a fucking Arby's. I don't give out free meals. And he goes, not at Arby's. It was a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. So adorable. And so he comes in and like, you know, they talk and Ron Swanson feeds him a meal and they fall in love Aww, and have a beautiful life it. and have a beautiful life together. And in it's based off a video game. And in the video game, you come up to Bill's house and Frank is dead. So like anybody who played the video game sort of knew we were headed towards a sad ending here. Um, and it's just like, OK, so in in the story, Joel needs a car. So let's just write the most devastating hour of television that has ever existed. Mm. Shannon, I'm telling you, I was ugly crying. Aww. I couldn't catch a breath. It was so beautiful. I loved it. Mm. So I'm I'm on board. I'm fully on board with The Last of Us. I can't wait for the next episode. Like I'm. Like, I'm as excited about this as I was when Game of Thrones was new, mm-hmm. where I'm like, I can't stop thinking about it. It's so exciting. It's so good. So, yeah, those are those are my things that I've been watching. Ted Lasso starts soon. God, I can't wait for that either. Scotty is counting down the days for Mandalorian. I was watching um, on Apple. Um, is it Psych? The psychology one? I think I talked about it last week with Jason. And um, Harrison Ford, and it's written and produced by Brett Goldstein. Oh, forget it. Anyway, I also watched Ski School mm-hmm. on my phone on the plane. Those of you who wonder what Ski School is, it's an old movie from the 80s, literally about punk teenage early 20s kids skiing on a mountain. There is no real catalyst. They're not trying to save the mountain. They're just a bunch of D-bags who are instructors at this ski school resort. And it's their yearly competition. Like end of ski school yearly competition. And there's like the founder and and owner of the ski school runs one group. Like literally, literally the first like number one group. And then, like, all the stoners and shit are in Section 8. Okay, Section 1 and Section 8. And it's the lead of Section 8 is the guy Francis from Summer School. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the guy that was really into horror movies. So it has some familiar, like, 80s faces. I think this came out in 1990, actually. But literally, Ski School is nothing but a movie full of ski montages party montages and boobs <laughs> uh-huh so many boobs boobs so many boobs all the boobs all the boobs and they start in the they start in the credit scene boobs at parties 
So I was like, well, I guess I have to keep an eye on the bubes and either fast forward or lower my phone while I'm watching this on a plane. Mm -hmm. so. Ski school. Ski school. It actually might be worth turning into a drinking game to drink every time they you see boobs. Boobs. And drink every time they throw a beer at someone. Because that's how often it happens. Oh, I texted you this because I had a full-blown, like, meltdown on IMDb. So I'm watching Lockwood and Co. Mm -hmm. And there's this g character on it, and I totally recognize him. And I'm like, what do I know him from? And I have a real sense of a character he played. And whenever I have that, like, that is real. That is that person, right? Where I'm like, this guy played a character that we started out liking and ended up hating. Like, I know, I know I liked him and then hated him. And I am just like digging through every single thing on IMDb. And I was like, I can't, I don't remember seeing any of these. Maybe he just looks like somebody else. But that can't be possible. Like, I know what his face looks like. I know, I'm like, I think I'm going crazy. And then I Google, who does so-and-so look like? And it's like, so-and-so and his identical twin so-and-so. And I was like, mother, mother fucker. <laughs> It didn't say that in IMDb no! profile that he was a twin. No. Usually they say that. No. Blah, blah, blah. Twin brother to blah, blah, blah. Oh, fuck. I actually found twins that were in a movie. And guess what? Their IMDb profiles are literally the same. <laughs> Someone just copy and pasted it. <laughs> like they couldn't tell them apart. Yeah. Motherfucker. So-and-so. Twin brother to so-and-so. I was like, that's literally what the other one says. So yeah. which one is this? Which one are you? No, the other, it was like, Luke has finally caught up to the, you know, popularity of his twin brother, Harry. And I was like, yes, I have seen Harry in all of these eight things. <laughs> oh, there you go. Whoop, there God, it fuck. is. Yeah. But like, <laughs> it took me so long. I was so mad. They should have that in there. It should be. It, it should have be, been in there. It should have been in there. For sure. It should be required. I'm like going through every single one of his IMDb pictures to be like, what do I know him from? Maybe like if I've I never see seen any of this shit, but I know I've seen him in like eight different things. Right. You piece of shit. That's funny. Yes, it was. It was good. Um, I'm super proud of Danielle for quitting her job. Yay, Danielle. So hooray. Um, yeah, her boss, this is such bullshit. Fuck capitalism, man. Um, Danielle was like, I don't believe that everyone should quit because I do think people need health care. And I was like, oh, bless you. But like, there's this woman who's running their office that's making everything miserable for everyone. Right. Mm -hmm. And like multiple people have said to her, to Danielle, since they, they found out she was quitting, they were like, you know, I don't think you're useless. Like Michelle says you are. <laughs> like, <laughs> roll i can't eye roll so hard. i know this one manager just makes everything miserable for everyone and so her her big manager when she was like okay i'm i'm putting in my notice he was like yes i've been expecting this for a while what can i do to make you stay um you could have had conversations with me a while ago right if you had a feeling this was coming you could have tried to ameliorate it before i got to the point where i'm quitting i've made this decision fuck you i'm out yep yep so I'm very proud of her. Very excited for her. People don't quit jobs. They quit managers. Mm, it's so true. Oh, my God. My friend, Kevin, who is Natalie's friend from D.C., he also just quit his job because um, he is immunocompromised and they are telling him that he is not allowed to work from home anymore. Hmm. They're like, you are required to be in the office. Okay, bye. Yeah. Bye, bitch. Bye. Shouldn't be legal. That should not be legal. It can be. They're a private company. I know. But like if he can accurately, if he can accurately do his job from not in the office, which he has been doing for the past three years, like and he needs these accommodations for his health, it should not be like it seems. You could probably sue him. Because it's a health accommodation and they're he, not accommodating his He did health. talk to multiple people about it and then decided like. I'd be out so much money if they didn't, if they didn't win, win. Yeah. Like if I lost, I, it would cost me so much money and time. Mm -hmm. That's not even worth it. I'm just going to leave. 
That's how the man wins. That's how the man. That is how the man wins. That's how. That's how. Literally, how Donald Trump gets away with all of his bullshit. Correct. Was he has more money and bigger legal teams and buries everyone, anyone who tries to sue him for the bullshit he pulls. Yep. It's literally in a documentary. Y'all can watch it. They called off school tomorrow. The weather is not supposed to get bad until the afternoon. Would you be willing to see Nathaniel between 10 and noon tomorrow or earlier? So Dexter ended up calling off school? Yeah. After the superintendent... Sent a passive-aggressive tweet. Pulled that bullshit tweet. Passive-aggressive tweet. I am not getting up early to tutor your fucking child. Fuck you. Fuck Same, off. No, my work hours are blah, 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 to blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Someone wanted so to meet at four today. Pissed. I could have met at four. But I didn't want to meet at four. I want to go get my kid off the bus. So I was like, I'm sorry. I, Sorry I didn't see this earlier. I can meet tomorrow at 10 o'clock. And they were like, perfect. I'm like, awesome. I set a boundary. Mm-hmm. Woo! Which I, I have a little hard time doing working from home because I feel like I have the privilege of working from home. So I should be as flexible as humanly possible. Which means that I don't set as many boundaries as I used to between my work life and my home life. Yeah. But they're also not abused by the people I work with. Mm-hmm. So... I think if they were abused, I would definitely have harder boundaries. But I was so proud of myself to be like, I could, but I'm not going to. So what else is, oh, what else is going so on, Maggie? I'm annoyed. I'm just annoyed. I've been reading some trash novels by Tilly T. Let me pull it up. She uh, is a friend of my friends. They're in like a little writing group. S.J. Tilly been reading some of her trash novels they're delightful this current one is about a hockey player Ooh. Ooh. i want to know how to answer questions for the family feud shouldn't the survey be on their website shouldn't there just be like all these little quizzes on their website where we can just like answer answer the poll i want to answer the i want to answer the family feud polls answer the poll all right sorry i have an appointment tomorrow morning and agreed to drop off my gro- drop off groceries to my friend who has COVID before the storm storm hits. Whatever, man, figure it out. They don't. They just don't care about my boundaries. So no. I always have to give them a good excuse. You don't owe anyone any excuses. My work hours. I'm sorry, I'm unavailable. Period. I know. She just doesn't respect. Like she just keeps pushing if I don't give her a reason. I don't like I don't have time to keep arguing with you about the fact that I'm not fucking open then. Can you imagine if you did that to like your doctor? Yeah. People don't do that to a doctor. I want to come in at 10 on Saturday. I'm not open at 10. I want to come. I bet. You know what? I bet it does happen. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) You. Yeah, it does. You can go to something called the ER or urgent care, but I will not be open on Saturday at 10. Yeah. Anyway, winter is coming to an end. I'm is excited it? About We're having that. a huge ice storm tomorrow. Whatever. Shannon, it, winter does not come to an end until April. You are being tricked by false spring. No. Winter isn't ending in the middle of March. Winter started ending February 2nd. It is a gradual turnover from winter to spring. I know. Okay. 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 I mean, I understand exactly what you are saying, but, like, that's just not the, like, accuracy of our situation where we live. Like, we continue to have winter weather and winter weather experiences. It can fucking snow in May. I'm fully aware of that. But it is March next week. So, it is officially the end of winter to me. Okay. Last snowstorm coming through. March mm-hmm. in like a lion, out like a lamb. Yes. You roll your eyes however you want. I didn't. You know, don't we go project elsewhere, ma'am. I didn't. <laughs> I thought you were saying that the ice storm tomorrow was going to be our last snow. And I was that was what I rolled my eyes oh, at. Oh, it might be. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, because global warming is ruining our planet. So yeah. you're correct. It could be. Could be. We don't know. <laughs> could be. It hasn't snowed at all hardly this winter. Been weird. Like, disturbingly weird and mild. 
I don't like it. It has been disturbingly mild. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it's weird. Yeah. We basically have had two weeks of winter this year. It, it has been weird. And I am complaining, not for my own personal enjoyment part, but because our world is dying part. Yeah. That part really deeply concerns me. We are not going to get any fruit this year. We all, people are like people are already farmers are saying like my my cherry trees are blooming. Mm-hmm. We're if your cherry trees bloom in February, we don't get fucking cherries. Yep. So yeah, we're ruining the planet. Go us! Woo! Hooray! We did it! We did it! Capitalism! We did it! Yeah, capitalism! We did it! Yay. You destroyed everything! Yay! All right, should we wrap it up? Yeah, sure. Do you want um, you got some stuff? Yeah, I read you a few. Am I the assholes today? Because there were some good ones this week. Do you? Did you have a favorite out of those? Um, they were all pretty good. Pick your favorite. The pregnant woman or the Middle Eastern woman? Um, either or okay. both. We have time. Okay. <coughs> all right. Am I the asshole for calling my mom when my husband refused to listen to me? <coughs> I, 26-year-old woman, recently... Who else are you going to call? Right. Like, who you else called call? your bestie? You called your mom? Like, right. Got to call someone. I, 26-year-old woman, recently moved into my first home. I am four months pregnant with our first baby. The pregnancy has been very hard. I have horrible morning <laughs> sickness. It reached a really bad point where I passed out, hit my head, and my doctor admitted me to the hospital for a week. What? A week? A week. How fucked up you have to be to be in the hospital for a week? A week. When I got home, my husband had allowed his brother's family to move into two of three of our bedrooms. Two of our three bedrooms. They were evicted. I don't know why. One room had been my office and was tossed into our bedroom. Papers were everywhere. The house was a complete wreck. Trash, dirty clothes, used diapers. I started to cry. Used diapers? Used diapers just like on the floor, on the counter, on the couch. Mm -hmm. It was like a light flipped, light switch flipped, and my husband was no longer the same person. My husband told me it wasn't that bad. My reply was, fine then, you should be able to have the house cleaned up before I wake up from my nap. Completely exhausted, I fell asleep for four hours. I woke up and went to get a drink of water. However, I couldn't because every class we owned was scattered around the house. They didn't leave clean a single thing. They didn't clean a single thing. I passive-aggressively started to pick up the dirty dishes and wash them. The following morning, I was trying my best to work, and their kids were crying nonstop, banging on the walls and so on. Their mom was in her room for hours, ignoring them. When my husband came home, he was upset with me over how I didn't make his brother's wife feel welcome in our home. Um, go fuck yourself. By helping You're... her with their kids when she was tired. No. Your wife just got home from the hospital, and she's going back to work? Working from home. Then he continued to complain how nothing was done in the house while he was at work the whole day. Yes. Oh, because she's doing nothing? Right. Correct. Yeah. Right. She was home all day. I work from home, so that means you get to do both your jobs while you're at home. Take care of my house and take care of your your employment. Right. Correct. The house that he hadn't bothered to clean at all the previous day. Or the whole week she was in the the hospital. That led to a fight where I told him, I am too sick to have company and they need to leave. To which he replied, they are his family and he won't kick them out. I started to cry again. I was beyond frustrated, exhausted. I physically could not do it anymore. I called my mom asking if I could stay with her. I'm telling her the whole story in front of my husband, who at this point was completely shocked, angry. Also, I could tell he wasn't sure what to do. My mom came over with my brothers. I have three (laughs) older brothers. My mom, super angry, told my husband, since your family can stay, so can we. My mom quickly took charge. I was sent to bed. My brother started cleaning, complaining loudly how disgusting my brother-in-law and his family are, along with what a horrible husband my husband is for putting me through this while I am sick. I love it. Passive aggressiveness runs deep in this family. I know. I got a text from my mother-in-law calling me an asshole for not helping my husband clean up the house and for putting my brother-in-law in in an uncomfortable position by having my mom boss him around nope sounds like the apples don't fall far from the tree all right so there clearly was some that was cut out of here 
So, but we have edited to add update. When my mother-in-law showed up, she was super angry outside. I could hear shouting, but I couldn't understand what was being said. Once inside, she was shocked. My house looked really bad. My brother-in-law had lied to her about what was happening. My mother-in-law quickly started to help my mom in the bossing mode. My house is not just cleaned, but deep cleaned. Oh, that's amazing. Go moms. Go that mother-in-law. Yeah. Glad she didn't end up being a total cunt. No, fuck my children. They were wrong. That was great. Yeah. My brother-in-law and his kids are now staying with the mother-in-law. She did not know about the eviction. My in-laws had helped them financially a couple of months ago, and my mother-in-law was not happy about this. Um, And then, like, this part just is, like, not in order. My mom and dad are both here. Both moms felt like I should have someone here since I'm sick. Both moms have set up a meal plan where they trade off who will bring me dinner. It was my mother-in-law's idea. And then... Where's her husband? Did he? she kick him out? Yeah. Yep. She said that she needs space and he needs to stay in a hotel. Good. Actually, he should go stay at his mommy's house with his other with brother. With his brother. Yeah. He said, like, in his defense... Like, when he was defending himself, he was like, I thought they'd be gone by the time you got home from the hospital. You're a dumbass. You're an idiot. She needs to leave him. Who finds... Who gets evicted and finds housing in four days yeah if you don't already have something lined if up you got evicted you probably don't have the money to get a new place mm-hmm. or else you'd be still in your old place mm-hmm. girls boys don't change yeah so so i just loved that one because like the passive aggressiveness of her family and how the mother-in-law stepped up to take care of everything yeah. loved that here for it i will say there are also a lot of shitty women out there but that's just not my experience so all right am i the asshole for misleading my husband for years to make him pay for our daughter's education i mean probably not i 45 year old woman have been married to my husband 56 year old man catch that 11 year age difference since i was 18 he was pushing 30 and married an 18 year old I have a son who's 27 and a daughter who is 22. We are not rich, but decently well off. We always planned for our son to study abroad in a Western country for university since he was a child, and this is expensive due to high international tuition fees. This went as planned for my son. However, since I got a laptop and phone with internet, I have used it to learn new things on my own from sources like MIT Courseware and YouTube, and I really wanted my daughter to be an educated woman. I also stopped believing in my religion while my husband is still devout. I pretend to be religious and follow our customs for the sake of the marriage. I only have a high school level education. The plan for my daughter was to find a boy from a nice family for her to marry and not go to university or go to a local one if she wanted to. I convinced my husband that these days, boys from good families want an educated woman for status reasons, even if she does not work, and that if our daughter has a Western degree, she could marry into an elite family. It worked, and he paid for her to attend a top university, which she got into, which is actually better than the one that my son got into. Good job, mom. Yeah, right. Boss bitch. My daughter, after leaving, also confided in me that she does not believe in our religion anymore and started living a different lifestyle, one I can never have. She recently graduated, got out a work visa, and stayed in the Western country and has a good job there. My husband got really angry when he heard this and is feeling cheated and blames me that I persuaded him to pay for her education and let her go. He Mm, even You have your own brain, honey. Why do you bother listening to a woman if you think you know better anyway? So don't be projecting onto your wife. He even found a picture of her online from a university competition she did where she won a prize and posed for a picture without a head covering. I am feeling guilty since it is his money that let her go to university and now we may not get to see her again. Am I the asshole? Sorry for any mistakes. English is not my first language. Absolutely not, honey. I fucking love her. You got your daughter out of your home country Onto a better life where she can make her own decisions and not be a baby maker and live an oppressive life. Yeah. In the comments, she said that her daughter's an engineer and has an engineering job. Amazing. I And you know what? When she gets her visa here, mom, she can bring you over and you can leave that husband. 
I fucking love and that. And leave mom. the live the western life you've always wanted to live. Yes, I love her. I fucking love her. And he can't come get you or your daughter because our country doesn't do shit like that. <laughs> Especially when you're over 18. That's right. Nope, they're adults, they can stay here. Yes. <sighs> so I was going to pull up some more internet things of the week cuz those were just a couple AITAs. Me to my kid, make responsible choices. Me in the 90s at 17, drunk in the woods, watching my best friend pee under a bush. <laughs> oh my God, I didn't talk about my new tattoo. Oh, talk about your new tattoo. We've got time. Uh, Morgan and I got matching tattoos when we were in Galveston. <laughs> She's like, you want to get a tattoo? I was like, sure. I'm like, should I get, should we get matching tattoos? And she was like, yes. Where should we get, I don't know, something beachy. So we were like, started looking at hibiscuses and flowers and stuff. And I was like, well, let me see what like Galveston's known for. And they actually have a gardenia, big gardenia garden and a gardenia festival. So we found a gardenia we liked and got that tattooed on our ankles. So matching tattoos, matching spots. Mm-hmm. Go us. It was a lot more expensive than I thought. All right. Zeus, I rule the skies. Poseidon, I rule the seas. Artemis, today I'm running around Greece with a pack of wild lesbians. <laughs> you send that to me? Yeah. I loved that one. I'm going to put made, it in the coven discord. Made, made me very happy. So I'm sending that to you right now. Come on. Here we go. It's... um. Billy Eichner, too, is the picture. Oh, good. Just, just in case you didn't catch that from my voice. Mm-hmm. I really tried to give it my, my Billy Eichner voice. Right. Is that it? Um, oh, I found the thing that I was quoting earlier, but quoted incorrectly. Okay. Imagine it's Sunday morning. You've been allowed to sleep in as long as you want. You have no chores or responsibilities all day. There's fresh fallen snow on the ground. Your mom makes cinnamon rolls and serves you breakfast. But you're almost three, so you are blind with rage. <laughs> All right. And one last one that is specific to my likes. If these increased egg prices affect the Reese's ones, I'm going to riot. <laughs> Good? Good for us. All right. You guys, find us on all the things like... Um, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and Stitcher. Uh, find us on Facebook, and you can interact with me on Twitter. I am Maggie at Brain of Maggie. And I'm Shannon at Shannon's Party. And this has been episode 341 of That More Thing with Shannon and Maggie. Bye. Bye. Bye.